sports, politics, life. Advantage Termite and Pest Control presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues online at AdvantageTPC.com. Pretty sure I speak for the entire audience here at Kevin Keatsman Has Issues that we mourn, pray, and think of the families of the two that were killed in Independence, Missouri yesterday serving uh, an eviction notice as a res- at a residence in Jackson County in Independence and an officer of the court, the county, Drexel Mack, was shot bringing this eviction notice to a house in Independence and killed. And an officer who responded, Cody Allen, was also killed. And we do not, for some reason, have the name of the person who lived there or the person who is in custody from committing these crimes, or allegedly committing these crimes. I don't understand the not naming of the people that do these things. Maybe that will come out on this Friday, but as of Friday morning, it's not out yet. But, And I don't want to really go into the details. You've seen it all. You follow it in the news. This is just a horrific story. A man goes to serve a notice to a man who lives in a house, and uh, it's an eviction notice. And the person, the homeowner, apparently... Allegedly opens fire, shoots the person bringing the notice. Cops respond. He kills a cop, shoots another cop who's injured. There were multiple servers at the site, which is how 911 was called, and the police response was so quick. Drexel Mack apparently was shot right away, and there were other servers, processors, maybe at the car, in the driveway, in the yard, whatever. It was not a a solo move by Drexel Mack to go to the house. There were other servers there, but apparently they were not at the door. And they saw it and obviously called 911, and the response was, was massive to this house. This person was never, going, never had a chance to get away. But the big story here, I think, especially for this audience, is, and, and I say that maybe I speak for you, I, I think I'm may, maybe just articulating the emotion we feel when we see this. Because I literally do every day see, unless I don't leave home, but even then I see something on television or on my phone It reminds me of the people that are out there that are doing this work. It's not just police officers, firefighters, first responders. We always talk about them. There are all kinds of people that are public servants that interact with crazy people every day from what I think is really dangerous work, going to somebody's house and telling them you're taking your house away, to maybe working the counter at the DMV for crying out loud. I mean, there's so many interactions and so many crazy people now that I just think we need to start, and before our weekend begins and before we do the rest of this podcast and talk about everything else, just take a moment and think about what you see on the news, what you see online, what's on your phone, and all this anti-cop, anti-public servant hatred that goes on in this country the desensitizing of violence, which clearly occurs in our society through popular culture, video games, and entertainment. And I do believe, I'll put myself in the entertainment category, I believe a lot of us watch news or consume news as a form, not, not, not a traditional form, but as a form of entertainment. We find it interesting, informative. It keeps our minds sharp. It makes us think. That is under the umbrella of entertainment. Many things are entertainment. I just think it's really important as we get sort of desensitized to some of these things. We've lost two more in our community. 
unbelievably just doing their job, a very routine situation. This was not some hostage situation, a, a SWAT team activity. This, is, this happens every day, everywhere in America. Public servants knock on doors and serve people, whether it's with, you know, here's, you're being served for divorce, you're being served for your house, we're repossessing your car, whatever it may be. This happens everywhere. And this turned insanely deadly. And I, I try to think about and pray for these people every single day because I know they don't really think a lot of times of their jobs being all that dangerous. A lot of police officers I've talked to said, well, I feel pretty armed. You know, I've got a vest, i got these guns, I feel pretty good, I'm trained. But you're the person for 12 years that walks up to people's doors and says, we're evicting you, we're taking your house, whatever. That sounds like a really dangerous job to me. And Drexel Mack and Cody Allen, the officer, have lost their lives. And I think we just need to think about all weekend long. If you, I know, I know police officers get tired of it. Just give them a thumbs up, man. Just give them a little wave, whatever. Maybe they don't. Maybe some of them think that's too much. I don't care. I do it. I do it. I wave. I don't get seen sometimes. I'll wave at them. They're coming the other way down the street. I'll stick my thumb out the window with a thumbs up. Anything. Just to let them know that you're thinking about them. And you care for them. I, I, I do. I, I just, I think it's important. I think it's an important thing. All right, on with the regular news of the day. And our top story here is Senator Josh Hawley, who's getting no run. Hawley out of Missouri, getting no run for replacing Mitch McConnell. We're hearing all these other names, but we're not hearing much about Josh Hawley. He just unloaded on Thursday. Josh Hawley just flat out unloaded with Heartlander News, which is a pretty cool website if you want to check it out. It's, as it, as it says, it's Heartlander News. It's a lot of news from our area with people in power, in control, making decisions, the things that happen in our region. And Josh Hawley says to Heartlander News, quote, I don't know why McConnell will step aside, but I'm glad it's happening. I only wish it had come sooner and would come sooner. Listen, I called on Senator McConnell to step down from leadership over a year ago. I have not supported him as a leader. We need a change, clearly. Somebody who actually reflects the principles and priorities of Republican voters and working people everywhere, which he does not. I just wish it would come sooner. He's not stepping down until November. I mean, why not now is my question. Nearly, And then the Heartlander writes, nearly a dozen Republicans openly yearned for McConnell's exit as minority leader last year. And... Holly says he doesn't know if that mini-mutiny is the reason the Kentucky senator is stepping down. Holly says, quote, that's a good question for him. I will say there were 11 of, of us, about a quarter of the Republicans in the Senate, that voted against him a year ago. Clearly, his leadership has been a disaster. Just in the last year, it's been total chaos. It's been continuing sellouts to the Democrats. Just look at the border deal he negotiated. You talk about an open border deal? That's the worst border deal I've seen in my time in the Senate easily and maybe ever. And that was a McConnell deal. So it's time for new leadership, no doubt about it. Way to go, Josh Hawley. I mean, Josh Hawley's the guy. Josh Hawley would be the best. Look, I know you can watch Josh Hawley and think he's a little stiff. His eyes are a little squinty. He's not the perfect politician. He doesn't look like a Ken doll. Well, he does look a little bit like a Ken doll, but he, he's as stiff as a Ken doll sometimes. But I know that he's not like a natural politician. He doesn't have the charisma of people that generally really get to the top and run for president or whatever. But look at Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and how effective they've been and how long they've been in their jobs. And they're not polished politicians that could have ever gone national. Neither one of them could have ever run for president, whatever. And I don't know what Holly's aspiration is. I know he probably wants to be president. 
and he may earn that in his party by being the smartest guy or the best person at his job, but I don't really care about the political part of this. The leader of the Senate GOP is a doer, not a politician. Mitch McConnell throughout his career was a doer. He was good for the party in, on many occasions. That Those are days gone by. He's a disaster now, and he shouldn't stay there till November. Josh Hawley should put together a coalition right now and say, let's run him out now. He shouldn't be around at election time. Let's get him out before November. This deserves a coup. There's plenty of time to do this. It deserves a backroom discussion. Let's get him out. Let's get the votes. Let's get him out. And I'll run. I'll be the guy. I don't think John Thune's your answer. I'm seeing all kinds of names that I don't think are the answer. But Josh Hawley is the answer. I love the fact that he's speaking out so strongly against Mitch McConnell and why they're letting him resign and hang on for more chaos and one more election cycle is beyond me. You've retired. All right, the Republicans need to rally and boot him. Done, out, you're done. You've announced you're retiring. You're not in charge anymore. We're doing this. This could be done very quickly and should be done very quickly. Mitch McConnell's been ill. He's been out of the Senate. He's been ineffective. He's friends with Pelosi and Schumer. His wife does all these dealings in China. He is now the swamp. The turtle is in the swamp. I think he should go. And I hope Josh Hawley, I, there was no follow-up question. If I had Josh Hawley on this podcast, I'd say, why don't you get rid of him now? How many votes do you need? What's the process? Let's go. What do you got? Do this. Don't let him hang around through the November election. Some people believe they're allowing him to hang around because he's so good at fundraising. Really, you think... If you get rid of the turtle who says he's out, you think the people giving money are not going to give money this election cycle? Ridiculous. That's that's just, that's crazy. I, I, I just, I don't believe that at all. Two presidents at the border on Thursday. Donald Trump went, uh, started talking about victims of crime and gave statistics that indicate there are thousands of violent crimes every year in the United States due to illegal aliens being here and allowed to walk in. This is true. These are underreported statistics, but he, the, the ones he gave, we need to all need to, we all need to parrot his words. The statistics he gave need to be parroted everywhere by every Republican. It's in the thousands. Those are on the books. The ones that are not on the books are probably double or triple these numbers. There's not one or two murders. There's a whole lot of murders. There's hundreds of rapes. There's thousands of robberies. There's tens of thousands of car wrecks, accidents, property damage. It's everywhere. Trump referred to this as the war zone. Made a comment that he called Lake and Riley's family. The young woman, the nursing student who was killed in Athens, Georgia last week and that they're devastated by this, says we've been invaded, America's been invaded, and that the United Nations has now declared that the southern border of the United States is the most dangerous border in the world. Let me repeat that. United Nations says the single most dangerous border in the world is the southern border in the United States. Now, I'm no big fan of the United Nations, and maybe they've got ulterior motives to say this, but the fact that it's out there is at least newsworthy. Joe Biden, meantime, went to Brownsville, where five illegal aliens tried to come in last week. It's a secure border that is mostly surrounded by terrain and water that you cannot traverse. 
That's not where you come into the country. You're not going up the ocean in a boat and getting into Brownsville at the beach. That's a much harder journey. It's very difficult. There are people getting in in San Diego because they allow them to in San Diego. They're allowing boats to pull up and drop you in some of the, actually some of the most the richest places in America. Um, and they just drop them at the beach and then the boat drives away. That's happening on the West Coast. It's not really happening on the East Coast. And it's not happening much in the Gulf of Mexico because of what the states do there. They'll grab you. So Biden goes to this safe place in Brownsville where nobody's trying to come in. And the best line I heard of his little news conference yesterday, he got lost. He stammered around. He almost tripped on some rocks. It was ugly. It was weird. He didn't see anything, do anything. It did not. It could have been anywhere. I mean, he could have been in the middle of New Mexico and nobody would have known the difference from what he did. He's standing there giving his remarks and he's got these border patrol people behind him. There, there were many ways they were described in social media. Some described them as mummies. Some said they looked like cult members. But the best line I heard was, I mean, they stood there stiff and mortified. There had to be several of them that don't agree with Biden and don't like what Biden's doing because you just can't find, maybe they were all just cherry-picked and maybe they were just scared to be identified as the ones that support this president. Maybe that's now happening with Democrats. What we've felt for a long time, it's not okay to say you support Trump. Well, that seems to be a, a wall that's been kicked down. Maybe now, if you support Biden, you don't want to be known as supporting Biden, which I like. The best line I heard is these people standing behind Biden yesterday looked like hostages. They did. They, the Border Patrol agents standing behind Biden looked like mummies, cult members. Those, those are apt. But the best line was they look like hostages. They look like they were being held against their will. You know how the terrorists, when they get hostages in the Middle East, they show you a video of them and they're just up against a wall and they're just kind of staring into space. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen that. These people were all backed against a wall and that's what they look like. Truth be told, they probably are hostages. KKHI is brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC. Folks, this is legit now. If you've been just kicking around the idea of remodeling or thinking about it and you're tired of your popcorn ceilings or yellow uh, countertops or furniture or whatever it may be, it's time for an upgrade. If it's been a couple of decades since you've redone your cabinets or your flooring, you won't believe what Cross Kitchens can do for your kitchen or your bathroom, your master bath. Oh, we can't say that anymore. Primary bathroom. You can't say master bathroom. Your primary bathroom. or Maybe you've always wanted to do something cool down in your basement and you just haven't done it. Even if it's a small place, just a den for you, somewhere to get away and be yourself. Just a little man cave or a, a she shed. Maybe an area for arts, crafts, pottery, something like that. It doesn't take much sometimes to build out some walls, do a few things and create more space in your house. Cross Kitchens just wants to come, have Tim cross out and he'll just take a look. This guy's terrific at what he does. 816 898-7047. Family owned and operated. This is a small business. The owner's on every job. CrossKitchensKC.com. Bstock.net honors their February specials through Saturday. Then that's it. That's it. Through Saturday. Huge overstock special. Samsung 50-inch TVs, $359. They're over $600 at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Literally, a lot of these things are half price what you would pay anywhere. Costco, 
Best Buy, Nebraska Furniture Mart. Just go shopping there. It's no frills. It's no frills. It's a warehouse. You're walking into the Toys R Us, the old Toys R Us building, which is now B-Stock's warehouse, where they have all this merchandise they ship all over the country and all over the world. They've got computers, everything Apple, MacBooks. They've got Windows. They've got laptops. They've got everything that you're looking for. They've also got Shark Ninja Foodie, five-in-one five in one indoor grill, coffee makers, ice cream makers. They got cool stuff, appliances. You may be the only customer in there. That's okay. That, think of the attention you'll get. They will show you everything they have, and you will save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road in Olathe. And my boy Hutch is back on this spring. He is ready to do your garage floor, amazing garage floors. All you got to do is call him or Heather at 913-636-1840 and say, come on out. Can I get a, an estimate on what it would cost to do my garage floor? I didn't like it, that, that bad weather we had this winter. I don't like scraping all this salt and sand and crap out of my garage. I want the easy cleanup and a garage floor that you would be proud to hang out in your garage. A lot of folks love to put some chairs in their garage, a little TV on the wall. Maybe you like to smoke a cigar but you don't have the perfect area in the winter to do that. Maybe you can do that in your garage. You can't believe what you can do for a little money in your garage with AmazingGarageFloors.net. This is veteran owned and operated, and I'm just a big fan of John Hutchins. He went to the, this dude went to the Chiefs game with my son when they played the Dolphins and it was seven below. All right, this, this dude's a doer and he's a veteran and he's got a great company, AmazingGarageFloors.net. Matt Gates unloaded on Lloyd Austin yesterday on Capitol Hill. Lloyd Austin found two hours in his busy schedule to come talk to the folks about answering questions why he had cancer, went to the hospital, had surgery, had complications from the surgery, went back to the hospital, was in for seven days, and didn't tell the president of the United States that his secretary of defense was in the hospital. Even worse, your president didn't know his secretary of defense was in the hospital for six days. Matt Gates was great on this. Matt Gates says, Sir, is it true that 8,700 military personnel, you fired them because they did not take the COVID vaccine? And he said, yeah, that's true. He said, will you hire them back now? And he said, no, I will not. And Matt Gates says, so we're empathetic here. Your personal medical information is your personal medical inf information. We're not saying we needed to know that you had prostate cancer or had a surgery. We're not saying that, sir. We're saying that you didn't tell the president that you were AWOL for days from your job. They said, let me get this straight. There's no suspension, no punishment, no dock and pay. There's no discipline at all for your actions, correct? And he said, that's correct. But you took it upon yourself to get rid of 8,000 members, good serving members of the military who didn't want to take a shot because of their personal health information. And Lloyd Austin had this stunned, blank look on his face. Gates had him in a corner and said, so the rules don't apply for you, but they apply for the men and women in the military that you're in charge of, essentially. And Austin had no reply. There was not much he could say, but it is a great point. Again, rules for thee, not for me. It applies for Lloyd Austin and the special swampy overlord class 
of the people that attempt to rule us every day. Dateline, Lenexa, Kansas. The new liberal mayor in Lenexa is fast-tracking a $10 million renovation project of a Denny's and former La Quinta Inn at 95th and I-35. We've all driven by there at some point. You know where I'm talking about. Everybody in the city at some point is driven by there. They're empty, they're dilapidated, and they're going to spend $10 million to renovate them and make a homeless shelter in Lenexa. Now, behind this is also Johnson County, which has turned pretty liberal. The leader of the county, Mike Kelly, is incredibly liberal. He is very close friends with Quentin Lucas, and he believes he's on a fast track in Democrat circles to become a power broker someday. And he's starting in Johnson County with things like a homeless shelter in Lenexa where there are no homeless people. So what's in play here? Well, I can tell you what's in play. Let's build this massive homeless shelter. We don't care if they come from downtown, Missouri, New York, Guatemala, Venezuela. We really don't care where they come from. You just watch what happens to this thing. They're building housing in Johnson County to import Democrat votes. We'll help you come live here, right in the heart of this county. I mean, I can't see it any other way. I know, Then there, look, there may be homeless in Johnson County. Maybe it's a problem. Maybe Johnson County has a homeless problem. I'm not aware. But maybe they do. Lenexa does not. So no matter what, they're bringing them into Lenexa, where I live. It's not a personal thing for me. I'm just, this is what we're doing now. This is what we do. We just take taxpayer money and we make things and we think we're doing good and we don't think about what's really going to happen here. Are we bringing crime? Is somebody going to get hurt? Will there be a rape? What will happen when we open this thing? It's a legitimate question. It is the question on everybody, everybody in America's mind. Is this the way you want your tax dollars spent to potentially bring people into your community that are not there because of what reason? Why would you bring them into Lenexa? They're doing it. It's on. There's plenty of money in Joko. They're going to do it. They're bringing them in. The silver lining of this, I've already emailed my buddy Ron Buck over at Buck Roofing. I said, Ron, it looks like they need a million dollars worth of roof work done on these two buildings, the hotel and the Denny's. I said, let's go. Let's go, man. I don't know how the bid process works or how this works. My guess is they'll give it to some Democrat contractor. Ron Buck may not be in, may not even have a chance. I don't know. But we're going to try. I'm going to call my council member and say, hey, listen, how does Ron put a bid in on this work? Let's go. <laughs> Million dollar contract for buck roofing? Okay. Maybe there's something good in it for somebody in our community in Johnson County. Contractors will make a little money. That's good. It's all I can think of. Literally the only thing I can think of. We'll see, I guess, how that goes. On to sports. It's brought to you by Back Nine Development. Online at backninedevelopment.com. Now... Featuring the Dunes in Lansing, eight custom lots, each over three acres, at Eisenhower and 162nd Street. These are going to be beautiful custom homes built by Back Nine Development. If you're interested in some land, getting out of the city, finding a beautiful spot with over three acres to build your home, contact TJ Vilkanskis at Back Nine Development, 785-236-0161, or he'll build on your land. 
where he offers, he's, he's got some condos going up right now in Manhattan, Kansas. A lot of folks bought the condos at Colbert Hills and use them as a second home, go for game weekends, allow their kids to go to college and have a couple roommates there and stay there and make money off of it. Instead of buying an old house, you get a cool condo that you can use and maybe you rent it out a little bit. They start at 249. They're the lofts at 1700. It's all on his website, back9development.com. Tickets for less. Hey, Sporting Kansas City's home opener is Saturday night. I've received several emails from you that are going. It's going to be a beautiful night. we got a 75-degree day. What a great night to go to sporting on Saturday night. I mean, awesome. They played well in their first game. They got a tie at Houston. You know I don't like ties. But, man, Houston's good. That's usually how Kansas City gets knocked out of the playoffs is at Houston. They went down to Houston and got a tie. That's a point. That's good. That's a better start than last year. Good. They come back home. They're playing Philadelphia. It's a beautiful night. You want to go to the game? Ticketsforless.com has a promo code. I don't know if you know about this. We got a promo code called KKHI. It's going to save you 5 to 15% off every single order every single time at ticketsforless.com. Or maybe you want to go to Allen Fieldhouse Tuesday night for KUK State. Tuesday night, Allen Fieldhouse, KUK State, ticketsforless.com. Don't forget the promo code. It's money in your pocket every single time. The promo code for everything we do here is KKHI. Every sponsor we have, we ask them to use the promo code KKHI at ticketsforless.com. No promo code at Joslin's Jewelry. You just walk right in. You get great service. They're non-commissioned reps. They have wonderful products at the lowest prices. But they also, especially this time of year, it's time to repair your jewelry. If you've got something that's broken, a chain, a bracelet around your watch, a buckle, something of that nature, a ring that's loose or rattles, get it in there. Gary Joslin and his team repair jewelry for pennies on the dollar of what they'll charge you at, you know the places, the places in the mall and around the mall or the ones that you know are out by their commercials that they're just outrageously expensive and proud of being expensive, don't do it. The best jewelry repair in Kansas City is Joslin's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. Andy reads at the Combine. It's ending. Combine's been going on for a couple of days. I really don't get into the rankings, the workout. Okay, this guy ran this fast, whatever, because you're not a track star. Like, we just saw a video this week that Tom Brady at the end of his career was faster than he was at the Combine. He clearly didn't know how to run a 40. <laughs> I guess maybe over time he learned some things like that. I don't know. But the combine is is interesting. A lot of times it's the scouts, it's the personnel, it's the GMs. And now more and more coaches are skipping the combine. They like to go to the senior bowl and see the players there, but they're skipping the combine. Andy reads at the combine, and he did a little bit with the NFL Network. This is the most interesting thing I heard this week. And this is from Andy Reid doing a one-on-one interview with uh, one of the reporters or dudes from NFL Network at the Combine on why he's there, why other coaches don't go, and then an outstanding follow-up question. It's the first time that you have a chance to kind of meet the guys, sit in front of them, talk to them, see how they handle you mm-hmm. and how they handle your coaches. Um, I, I don't really care about the workout stuff as much as I care about it. We have that all on tape. Uh, but... Uh, be right there with the kids sitting six feet away from them and be able to talk to them and kind of quiz them through things. Yeah. I think uh, it is a good introduction, at least, to, to the player. You mentioned your best players, your quarterback. I had a conversation with your offensive coordinator and Matt Nagy. You told me a couple days before the Super Bowl, this season is going to be great for Patrick's career uh, in terms of, I'm not sure what he meant. I'm curious what your opinion is in terms of what this past year did for Patrick and maybe in the long run. Well, the offense wasn't doing too well. We've always been the number one offense. 
and all of a sudden we're not. So you've got the, the outside scrutiny, but you're also trying to fix it and grow it in our case. We had way too many drops, way too many penalties. Um, uh, new guys and, uh, and on the offensive line, mm-hmm. new guys uh, opposite Kels yep. and without experience. Yep. So as Rashid grew, our offense kind of grew. Mm-hmm. We were able to get the ball out quicker. We were able to keep things more inside the numbers. Kels became better because he had somebody opposite working with him where they couldn't just always double him. Yep. And um, and Rasheed built himself a nice foundation that he can take his crown. In the meantime, you have this MVP quarterback that had patience with it and was willing to teach. So uh, I think that's probably what Matt meant was he took a positive road moving forward where other guys were getting frustrated. He kept a positive, positive attitude and people followed him. Well, I just love that. I love that. That, that. That's really, that was insightful. That was interesting that I, I didn't, you know, the coaches used to all go. I didn't know that now it's, Andy's one of, I think the majority of coaches still go, but not all of them. Andy's like, I don't really care about the workouts. You know, we all, everything online fixates on the workouts. How much did this guy lift? How high did this guy jump? How fast did this guy run? I guess because most people that are really nerdy about this stuff love statistics more than the actual intangibles that lead to wins in sports. Like there are no measurables from a Cole Hardman or MVS and they had the biggest catches in the Super Bowl. There's no intangible at the combine that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the leading rusher in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs and scramble for all those first downs. There's, there's no measurables. Those are intangibles. You can't measure it. There was nothing at the combine that led you to believe that Patrick Mahomes is going to take off and run for first downs in the postseason and be Superman and win games. That You couldn't see that when he ran his 40. That's where Andy Reid is. This is, an old, this is my kind of football coach. You can overdo the numbers and stats. It's insane. You could drive yourself crazy with this stuff. Yes, it's great to have the fastest team in football, but the Dolphins didn't go anywhere. The Dolphins had the fastest team in football, and I'm still going to predict that Tyreek Hill never wins a playoff game again. He'll never win another playoff game. When he left Kansas City, that was it. He's missed out on two rings. And he might have been an integral part and done some nice things here those two years, but we wouldn't. I mean, we can clearly see the Chiefs wouldn't have won these Super Bowls because of Tyreek Hill. In fact, now looking back, it's good that he wasn't here because the only thing that could have happened is he, the, with him being here was the Chiefs didn't win the Super Bowl. That's the only difference with keeping Tyreek Hill is the Chiefs didn't win the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you this, I don't believe they would have won it twice with Tyreek Hill. I don't think their defense would have been nearly as good. I think they wouldn't have made it. I think they'd have been more fun to watch at times but they wouldn't have those rings. They got better by trading Tyreek Hill. The Chiefs get this, man. It is not about the workout and the measurables. And Andy Reid saying he wants to sit there and meet the players and get to know them a little bit and then talking about Patrick Mahomes and his leadership of this offense and the way this offense struggled but became something because Rasheed Rice became a player. They worked between the numbers on the field the team followed Patrick Mahomes. Yes. And Patrick Mahomes became a better player this year because of that. Uh, You can't look, I'll tell you what the toughest part of my job right now is there, there you're always looking for something when you're a show host to say, okay, there's an issue here. 
and this is a problem, and let's keep our eye on this and see if this coach and these players can fix this problem. The Chiefs had some of that during the season, but what did I say all year? I said, I can't sit here and tell you the Chiefs are derailed because of what we're looking at. There's too much scoreboard. They figure it out. They find a way. They get to the playoffs. Mahomes becomes Superman. We could see all year long the defense was good. We saw that all year, and it was getting better as it went. We're like, wait a second. That'll, just a good defense and Patrick Mahomes is enough to win a Super Bowl. And it was. And there's Marquez Valdez-Scantling catching a touchdown. They've already cut him. And there's McCole Hardman over here catching the game winner. Just dudes. Just guys. Nothing special. But Mahomes is. And the defense was. And the Chiefs won another Super Bowl. I thought that was interesting. I hope you liked that as well. Travis Kelsey news. There's always Travis Kelsey news. Travis Kelsey has multi-million dollar offers from Gillette, Coles, Toyota, Calvin Klein, and Samsonite that he's mulling over. Here's the deal with Travis Kelsey and all those endorsements. This will just pour gasoline on the fire that the relationship with he and Taylor will never be serious, that it's about money, self-promotion, limelight. We've seen this in Hollywood before. Britney Spears, the Kardashians. There's a long history of the more you're out there, the more the public's talking about your romance, the more money you make, the more money you can charge for your tickets to your event, the more endorsements, the more things. Taylor's not doing a whole bunch of endorsements because she's making so much in other ways. But Travis Kelsey clearly now is going to make at least tens of millions, but probably over his life, over $100 million or more by dating Taylor Swift. The financial ramifications of dating Taylor Swift are the best thing for Travis Kelsey ever. This is just going to pour gasoline on that, that he's got all these offers. So it'll be interesting to see how many he takes and if he gets overexposed. We'll be watching for that this offseason. College basketball, I think Kansas has one interesting game left out of three. Okay, I think Tuesday night they pound K-State. I think next Saturday they lose to Houston, and it's probably not that close. They might lose by double digits. I think they're in trouble going to Houston. I think the payback's a bitch there because Houston lost at Allen Fieldhouse and looked bad. That was KU's best game of the year by far. Their best performance of the year was against Houston. I think the payback's coming. That means Saturday's game, just in my mind, I'm, look, I just look at these things like a Vegas line. What are they going to be, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over K-State? Nine-point favorite, a big favorite over K-State. And they'll be a pretty fair underdog. For KU's purposes, a probably significant underdog. Six or six points or seven points at Houston. So the game that's left that really matters for Kansas, in my opinion, is the Baylor game tomorrow. That's the big one. It's winnable because Baylor's Baylor. Still not sure I know how they won a national title. Baylor is good every year. You envy the program. You know they're capable of beating anybody on any given night, but man, they just don't. They collapse, they fail under pressure, they largely underachieve, and you think, wow, the parts are better. They're good. I'm not, I, I can't really bash Baylor. This is a really top, it's a top program. It's maybe one of the top 10 programs, certainly one of the top 15 programs in America. So it's hard to really be critical of them, but you never feel like Baylor does as much with what they have as they should. So that's in play for Kansas tomorrow. And Bill Self knows that. He knows that's in play for his team. And we may see Kevin McCuller just a couple days after Bill Self was saying, well, we just hope to get him back this year. Now they're saying he may play Saturday because that's the one that matters. And if he plays Saturday, 
and then has to take the next week off or 10 days off before the Big 12 tournament, so be it. You're going to beat K-State without him, and you're going to probably not beat Houston with or without him. I wonder if that's a factor in him deciding whether or not he's going to play at Baylor because that's a pretty big game. It's a pretty big game. You get to get a road win at Baylor. That'll really help you with seeding and everything else down the road, so I'm curious about that. But the best line of Bill Self, and he's always got great lines, the best line of his news conference this week, getting ready for the Baylor game, they were talking about Caitlin Clark, the shooting sensation from the University of Iowa, who's going on to the WNBA after this year. He was asked, could she play on your team? And I feel like maybe somebody had already asked him this because he had the best response right away. You're stuck. This is a tough question. You don't want to say yes, but you don't want to say no. You can't really answer it that way. If you say, no, it's a woman, she couldn't play here. Oh, God. Can you imagine the haters? If you said, yeah, oh, yeah, she could shoot better. And, you know, I mean, imagine that. So Bill Self just instantly turning into the best line of his news conference was asked, could she play on your team? And Bill Self turned to the reporter and says, have you watched us shoot the ball? <laughs> Which I love. He said all year, we're not going to be a great three-point shooting team, Self said of his team, Kansas. And they're not. They hope to get hot. If they get hot in a tournament, look out, because they do the rest of it right. If they get that part down or have games where they can hit six or seven threes, you're going to have a hard time beating Kansas if they can hit six or seven threes in a game. They don't have some big bar. They don't have to hit 12. They hit six or seven, you got trouble. They go, they, they go six, out of, six out of 16, six out of 15, something like that. You're going to have a hard time beating them. Like the other night, they were three for 14. Three for 12, something like that. Not, not great. They get six out of 14, six out of 15 in a game. You have a hard time beating Kansas. So I just think that was a great line. The Kansas City Star reports in a story that if the Royals build a new stadium downtown, it will cost the city of Kansas City and Jackson County $33 million in property tax revenue every year. There it is. $33 million lost. There's hidden taxes too. I had a uh, Twitter reply last night to Bob Fesco of 610 Sports Radio, who I like. Fine enough. He does a nice job. Whatever. He says, there is no do, no tax. This is a continuation. This is a, an extension of the current tax. I'm like, no, it's literally written into what you're going to see on your ballot as a new levy. They use the word new. It is a new 40-year tax. It replaces the old one. It is a new 40-year tax. So I tweeted back to Bob, no, it, you're literally wrong. It is a new 40-year tax. Then I tweeted at something that was, I thought, pretty smart, clever. But then I thought of a better way to articulate it, which I'll do for you because you're more important than anybody on Twitter. I said, Bob, think of it this way. Your income tax that you pay is expiring in five and a half years, and you never have to pay income tax again. Do you want to extend it to 2064? Because it's not a new tax. You're already paying income tax, Bob. You want to just extend that? We never look at these things through sober, clear eyes. We always let the politicians frame it and define it. And the royals are out there saying this is no new tax. Damn sure is a new tax. It's a new 40-year tax. In 2006, they voted on a 25-year tax. It passed. It passed. That tax is expiring. This is a brand new 40-year tax. 
It's not an extension. It's brand new and it starts now. The old one goes away. If this passes, the old one goes away. A new 40-year tax is in place. It is a new tax. The better way to say this would have been to Bob Fesco or somebody like him that argues it's not a new tax. Bob, you've got five and a half years left on your mortgage and it's paid off. Your house is paid off. But let's pass this and you should pay the same mortgage every month until 2064 because you're already paying it. It's just an extension. It's no big deal. You agree to pay the bank for 25 years to pay off your house. It's going to be paid off in 2030. Let's sign this new paper and let's extend it to 2064. It's not a new tax. It's not a new mortgage. It's not a new mortgage. It's just what you've been paying. You can keep paying your $3,000 a month here, Bob. They, nobody looks at it like that. Liberals don't look at it that way. Ball teams never want to position it that way. That's exactly what it is. Now, on top of that new tax in the hundreds of millions of dollars that that'll be, or billions in the end, on top of that, we learn there's going to be $33 million a year in lost revenue. That's got to be made up somewhere, folks. It, it has to be made up somewhere. Maybe the ballpark itself makes up for it. I'm not sure I know how, because it's currently in Jackson County in Kansas City, Missouri. Maybe new revenue, I, 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 I don't know. Here's a college athletics blast from the past. Isaiah Mosey is a Lee Summit North wide receiver. He's the number one player in the state of Missouri. He is a stud player. His dad, Jamar Mosey, is the head coach at Lee Summit North and has been since 2015. He announced a couple of days ago, Jamar Mosey, the dad, he's leaving. He's not going to coach his son his senior year at Lee Summit North. That's crazy, right? Why is he doing that? Oh, he got a college job. And he's going to the Big 12. He's taking a college job at Central Florida. Some good living down there in Orlando, right? UCF is where he's headed. And now Isaiah Mosey, who I think was a lean toward Oklahoma, but Missouri's to all the schools, KUK State, Missouri have all talked to him. I think he was leaning toward Oklahoma. What now? Dad's going to be at UCF. I didn't see in the story what position he's going to coach. What if he's the wide receiver coach? What if he's assistant wide receiver coach? I don't know. Here's what I know. It is really good business if you're a high school coach to take a college job. If they'll hire you, go. Go. You, even if you don't become Eric Bieniemy and become an offensive coordinator somehow and make $2 million a year, there's really great livings as a college coach, as a linebacker's coach. They're paying big money for some of these guys. These are, it's, uh, sorry, it's just a lot better than having to teach school all day and then go coach your football team and make like $6,000 for it. Good for Jamar Mosey. I suspect this has to do with Isaiah, and I would now think that Isaiah Mosey is likely to wind up at Central Florida with his dad where they can clearly sign some sort of an NIL deal and the whole deal. It could be very interesting. Final college football note here. We've talked about one year of a 12-team expanded playoff and the Big Ten and the SEC already don't like it. They want to, in 2026, expand it to 14 teams, and they're demanding that each conference gets three bids guaranteed, the Big Ten and the SEC. On top of this, we're now learning from reporting by Dennis Dodd that the Big Ten and the SEC are demanding from the committee that they have a guaranteed buy in the first round for one team in each of their conferences. So the Big Ten and the SEC want guarantees of three teams each year, and one team will guaranteed get a bye. Good Lord. 
What's happening to college athletics? Our final final is brought to you by Ideal Health KC, online at idealhealthkc.com. This is regenerative medicine. This is not big pharma. This is not a bunch of pills. It's blood spinning from your body. It's tissue from your body. Fixing your chronic pain, things that won't go away. Dr. Van Camp has been published in multiple journals around the world on stem cell and tissue research. He's double board certified as an interventional radiologist. Regenerative medicine is the future. Let your body heal itself with the help of technology. Consultation with Dr. Van Camp cannot hurt you, can it? If you're in pain, if you've got some issues that you haven't been able to work through, why not sit down with Dr. Van Camp and hear what he has to say? To make an appointment, call 913-745-5300. IdealHealthKC.com is also at thekklist.com. Finch Knife Company, it's a great weekend. Saturday, 75 degrees to go out to that Hill Creek Market. I've gotten emails from some of you say you really want to go out there and check it out. I don't know what Hill Creek Market is, and I'm not going to get there Saturday because I'm playing golf. But Hill Creek Market's located in Lecompton between Lawrence and Topeka. I'm told it's a unique little boutique store, and they've got Finch Knives. Go there and check them out or go online, finchknifeco.com. Keep life from getting dull. Or do like I'm doing and play more golf at a great life course like Falcon Ridge. I'm playing Falcon Ridge Saturday. If you want to join Falcon Ridge, they had a membership drive this week. You call them and say, I want to join for a monthly fee and play all the golf I can this year. They've had some members leave. There are memberships available at Falcon Ridge called JLZ. Ask for J. It's 913-393-GOLF. That's 393-GOLF. This is a great course. I have played it since the late 90s when they built Falcon Ridge. I love it. I love Falcon Ridge. Got a brand new parking lot. They've changed out all the bunkers. They've done multiple new tee boxes over the last couple of years. Falcon Ridge is in great shape, and they are just a warm, welcoming place. There's no snobbiness there. This is just a great place. The driving range is all world. You're going to love playing golf at Falcon Ridge, and maybe we and I will play together. Maybe we'll get paired up. Jessica and I go play as a couple all the time. We get paired up with two people that are also there. Join it. Call, at least call Falcon Ridge for details. Ask for Jay at Falcon Ridge, 913-393-GOLF. That's 393-4653. It's part of Great Life. If you live in Missouri, you want to join one of the courses, greatlifekc.com. There's also about a dozen daily play courses in Kansas City that are not membership-driven or monthly-driven. You can just play one or two times this year. Go to greatlifekc.com. Our final final is a place I've never been, Thailand. Thailand becomes the first country in the world to legalize marijuana. They made it legal in 2018. They legalized it as recreational in 2022. And now at the end of this year, it will be illegal again. They're the first that I know that legalized weed and said, ah, this is a disaster. It's over. They're still going to allow it for medical purposes and all that stuff. They're, They're dropping the recreational part. They have too many people growing, too many people selling, Too many businesses popping up that are unregulated, but they say their main thing is they just continue to see first responders continue to see children in harm's way. And they say, we cannot do this to our children. The children are sitting at home, very small children, unattended by their parents, breathing in secondhand smoke, high themselves, getting into gummy jars, that it's a disaster for the children of Thailand and they do not want a wasted generation. So they are the first that I've heard of that has legalized recreational marijuana and now ending recreational marijuana. 
I have no real opinion on whether that's right or wrong. I don't know enough, and I know a lot of you are sensitive to this topic, so I'm staying out of it. Marijuana is not my thing. I think it is worth note that in Thailand, they're saying it's really harming children, and they want to end it after they voted. They literally voted to approve it, and now they're voting to end it, saying, no, this isn't working. Very, very interesting in Thailand. Don't forget the KK List, the KKList.com. Also, if you want to join as a patron, we have a patron party coming up March 28th. It's going to be fun. I'm making up blue T-shirts to give away, Royals-themed t- kind of T-shirts we're going to give away at a patrons-only party March 28th for the Royals season opener. We're going to do that at 3 o'clock on Thursday, March 28th, Royals and Twins. If you join as a patron, you'll get the location. It's free of charge. I'm paying for the taco bar. You get there early enough, you'll get a free T-shirt. It's a free T-shirt. It's a free taco bar. I allow you to bring a friend or two if you want. Maybe they'll become patrons. Maybe they'll like hanging out. You might even be able to do some business there that day. There is nothing to lose by signing up and becoming a patron at kkhasissues.com. Just click on Become a Patron. We would love to see you March 28th at our next patrons party of Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.